freedom and censorship can't exist in the same world. And that's true whether it's the government or private corporations who do the censoring. Hi, I'm Ron Coleman, and welcome to the Coleman Nation podcast. It's a show where I sit down with guests to discuss the future of free expression and thought in our interconnected world. Here, we will focus on issues involving social media, cancel culture, and free expression that everybody who cares about ideas or freedom should be wrestling with. We're culminating today with Amanda Milius. Everything's happening now. Everything's culminating for Amanda Milius. Is there going to be justice, Amanda? Does the Dur- does this first Durham <laughs> does this first Durham indictment mean that it's all going to be okay? Okay, let's take a step back. That's my sort of headliney kind of thing. Everyone here, if you're listening to to Coleman Nation, you know who Amanda Milius is. I'm really bad at the introductions. I think it's like a waste of time. That's okay. Your audience, I think we all know each other by we now. We all know each other. Sure. It's funny. It's funny because before we went on, we were talking about, well, Ron, you know him and you know him. We don't know. None of us know each other, but we feel as if we do know each other. And that's a very important part of knowing each other. And then again, there are people that we see every day on the street in real life, and we don't know them at all. Yeah. Meet space is not necessarily superior space. True. Now, you're busy as heck. Are you what, what are you what are you what's going on for you right now before we get into the news and how it connects with the plot against the president movie? Uh, well, I'm getting this production company. I mean, I've been sort of threatening to tell everybody what the new movies are um, for like uh, almost I mean, since the last one came out. So obviously we've been we still are doing publicity stuff and events like with candidates and whatnot with plot against the president because it remains relevant. I mean, as, as we're gonna talk about later, it stays in the news cycle, um, which is great. Uh, but yeah, I, we're, we're, I'm working with my team to kind of get the, the next few projects off the ground. And we're basically at that point. So we've, we've done a lot of the legal legwork uh, as uh, you will enjoy, um, and the, uh, which is all I feel like I do. I feel like I should get an honorary uh, entertainment law license. <laughs> all of this but uh that's pretty much what i what i do that and then the, the getting the fundraising and all the entities sorted and all of that and figuring out like how we want to do the company because there's a lot of different ways you can um interesting invest in, a, in movies right like you can do individual movies you can invest in a company there's a lot of different ways to do it and sort of we have now picked what we think is the best way and are carrying on with that and we have two projects that we will hopefully be announcing by the end of the month you're still in the tail of the comet of of the, of the big of the the film that the America first or MAGA country or yeah. conservatives, whatever you want to call the people who are mostly our friends is most interested in. And that there's been an uptick in interest in, in this time of incredible nonstop news and terrible news and awfulness, all of a sudden a little pin of light. The film is the plot against the president where you told the story that we that all of us lived mm-hmm. it, over the last five years and then all of a sudden john durham were you surprised he were you lived. surprised did, uh, did, you, did you did you think he was for real did you doubt I mean, it i i i doubted it and like i don't really know it's entirely where i stand on it but the thing is is that people that are way smarter than i am mainly devin nunez and cash patel 
who I spend a lot of time with because they've been good enough to continue to support the movie and like do events. Uh, I do events with them all the time. And obviously the audience asks them the same thing that I wanna know all the time, which is what's up with Durham? And are we gonna see anything out of this? And they seem to have a lot of faith in this. Like, and I'm a little bit more like our, our, uh, our, our usual audience where I'm a little bit more antsy about it. And I, uh, pretty blackpilled so i don't think we'll ever have justice for anything like I, don't, I think we live in like a post-law world um i think i mean I, I hate to say this to a lawyer but like i just the courts aren't going to save us and, and i feel like uh, i've said that myself many times yeah you know like we're on the same page with that i mean but uh, i'm probably but, not as my pill's probably not as black as yours because because there are a couple of points that have always bugged me bar didn't seem to me to be, and I, the villain that so many of our friends think he is, because I have no trouble understanding why at the end of 2020, he might have not wanted any more of what the hell was going on in Washington yeah. and in the White House. But he appointed Durham a special counsel and to a large extent insulated him from the political process. And although Trump has been known for his excited utterances from time to time, the letter he wrote on Barr's way out was so glowing that when I saw the first Durham indictment, and hopefully, gosh, this is going to air in a couple of days, I want to come out of my Jewish holiday in two days and find out that there's a raft of additional indictments. But even, hopefully, this is the beginning of, of it, I said, if Barr sat down with Trump and said, listen, I got, I'm not going to save this election for you. It's, it's simply the system can't handle it. But I will tell you, John Durham's doing incredible work. He knows what happened. He's been reporting to me. It's going to take a long time, Mr. President. But et cetera, et cetera. That would make sense to me because why, was, why didn't Trump kick him, you know, he, give him a kick on the way out? Yeah, I mean, this is what, so Nunez's take is that, and, and so it's, and Cash as well. I mean, Cash has a, a ton of familiarity with DOJ. I mean, remember, he's like, he is the guy. So um, he, they both are, feel very confident that the fact that it's been going on for this long and there have been absolutely no leaks. Um, I just read Techno, Technofog's bringing that point up. Now, yeah. That's an old Brian Cates so if, point if, for what if it's worth. all four of those entities, right, if you've got Brian Cates, Technofog, Nunez, and Cash are saying that that's a really good sign, I'm pretty inclined to believe it. Um, and, uh, and the other thing is, uh, I won't get into who, but of that kind of crowd, folks were saying, actually it would be great if it took even a little bit longer to get to the next shoes that are going to drop um we and 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 that the fact that the first thing that comes out is that they're going after perkins cooey is the best thing i've ever heard i mean it's the most i mean and, and this is the thing to me that's oh, that's maybe even yeah. better than the fbi itself it is it is it is because <sighs> My, they are actually in charge i mean we've talked about this where i've said and i mean other people again way smarter than i have have said and i think my job was to explain this to average americans and i think what's successful about the movie is even in the one clip that i reshared recently when this came out that explained perkins cooey's role in just rushing now remember Terrifying. they were involved 
in every other giant scandal that happened, and especially in the 2020 election. I mean, when I was with Jesse Benal in Nevada in during 2020 fighting, you know, totally separate from Russiagate, totally separate from the movie, fighting election fraud in Nevada with Adam Laxalt and Jesse Benal and all those folks, um, the person, the people on the other side were Mark Elias and Perkins Coie. So it's like they're, they don't change the bad guys in this script. It's like they, it's like the TV writer wrote like one villain and like they just show up in every season. And it's always Mark Elias and Perkins Coie. The fact that he left the firm, I'm curious to see. What oh, but it means that this is a yeah. real thing. So that this alone, like that, that is just such an amazing going after Sussman is an amazing uh, sign. And I think it's a really, really good sign. And, um, and and the fact that it hasn't happened quickly, I am told by people I really believe um, that this is a good sign and that it should actually take longer, would be even better. Yeah, that sh so Shipwreck Crew, another one of those people who you know, people are so angry. Listen. I fight I, with him, but I mean, that's because I, I don't like how he talks to Julie Kelly. Uh, right, but, those uh, two, and and it's crazy. I've seen Julie. Like I, 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 you know, I'm not. I love Julie. Yeah. Julie's great, but but people have to be a little bit. You have to. So one thing I say, I will tell you, you can you, Amanda, you can use this. You can say it anytime. Ron Coleman says, "They'll say who? No, the old guy with the beard. From any legal case, civil, criminal, any complex case." Unless and until you have the red weld, the file, with everything in it. Of course, those are all virtual now, but you don't really know. Right. And I'm always reluctant. And, you know, there's a whole law Twitter thing where they, dump, you know, a bunch of people who are almost all anonymous and virtually none of them actually practice law. Very few of them have ever practiced law on an accomplished level. But they second guess other people and their work. And, you know, listen, it's a free country. You can do that. But you have to really be careful until if you don't really know. Now, the sad thing about the Mueller investigation was that he was in charge of it and he never really knew. He was supposed to be the guy who knows. Yeah, Believe I mean, me, at Harmeet Dillon's office. Harmeet's amazing. You, you, you better have, know. Yeah. Well, I, no, I can I can imagine. I mean, I've had the pleasure of becoming friendly with her over the years, and she's such an amazing uh, woman. She's so awesome. But I would not I would not want to walk into her office without the facts. <laughs> I would not want to be that guy. Um, but I live in the I am in the business of hot takes. So I don't have to know anything. In fact, it's usually <laughs> better when I don't know anything at all and I just spout off from whatever uh, determination I can make from right. my, uh, my balcony uh, in the morning. So I, I don't, yeah, that, that's why I think we're on different, but I, I interact with legal Twitter all day long and, I, and I'm glad that you guys are gonna be careful I only have to be careful once I actually put it in a movie. And then I really rely on uh, not just legal Twitter, but legal legal. And that's, um, it's an important thing. And I mean, look, this, I mean, to, to, I make fun of it, but at the end of the day, this is an important thing. Our side has to be perfect. And I say this all the time, and it does go back to when we make, when I made this movie and why it worked, why in some ways um, I was able to strong arm it to stay on the very big platforms and it didn't get canceled. Uh, yes. Oh, so because it's, yes, talk. Tell me about it, that. It's irrefutable. I mean, that's the thing is that I had to sit down. And I t I've talked about this a couple other times where I'm like, look, this isn't the interesting part of filmmaking. This is not the part that anybody likes. I didn't like it. Like, I didn't want to be on the phone six hours a day. You mean the vetting process? 
Um, well, we had a, a very heavy legal process through the whole thing, because if you can imagine, you're dealing with instant, like, you know, there's fair use laws for using news footage and things like that. They tend to be um, like every other law in our country, um, applied unevenly to conservative versus liberal um, uh, content. Right. So there's a battle there to make sure all the T's are dotted. We had the best <laughs> no, no dotting T's, Amanda. Oh, yeah. That's, see, this is why I, I didn't, yeah. I don't even have an undergraduate degree. I, don't even I know, that's all the rage in, 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 among the, your generation of young conservatives, and I hold you in the highest regard for it. <laughs> no, I mean, that was the... Uh, I but I do I know that first. you know that T's are crossed yeah, yes, and I the mean, I's are dotted. Barely. Uh, but yeah, no, the, uh, thank you. The, um, but that was the thing is we had to have everything perfect. And I mean, so that, that, that fact and, and going through the facts that we claim in the movie, there's not one thing, there's not one hint or utterance or association you could make by a line being played over somebody's picture that I can't back up, um, 110%. And that so this is, I, I know that, that you're, really enthusiastic about this and that's why everyone wants to have you on that's why you're possible to book but this is really really important and and from my point of view it's really is interesting you had a vetting process you had in other words a heavy legal hand where, where, where everything should be back should be able to be backed up so that you don't get canceled on the pretext of she violated fair use and this is so it's fascinating to me because I have a number of clients, some of them are pro bono, some of them are, are people who pay me, who are constantly having their stuff yanked down off YouTube or otherwise. Because they'll use copyright and then they'll also use, like, because our side doesn't do this. Like we don't sue journalists enough for defamation. We should do it all day long. Um, I try. But that's, but so that's also it, it's, it's both you know, your, your trickery with movies uh, and licensing and all of, and, you know, purchasing of content and, and footage and images and all that stuff. Also, you've got the, uh, just the facts that you're presenting. Like, even though I'm not a journalist, obviously, like if you make a movie about something, like if I make a movie about you and everything I say is untrue, um, you know, you should be able to sue me. Like I, I, I'm not in that position because every single thing um we we didn't put anything out that isn't completely locked up and our side and i mean i could have gone a lot further i would have liked to go on a lot further i have a lot further than what we present even in my uh own opinion and and uh, i feel i can be backed up pretty well but i purposely was conservative with a small c about it because our side has to be perfect i mean this is one of the things that drove me nuts and, and we're circling back around to the time period we're talking about when you know Barr kind of had enough with everything that was going on in dc and a lot of legal world uh did and it was because the the legal meltdown that happened around the election and there was there were a lot of folks that were sort of flailing about and, and and to no fault of their own um but things were said when we didn't exactly know what was going on and the problem is is they were said in good intention and 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 not that they were even wrong in direction but the fact is that our side the moment they can poke a hole in anything that we claim they're going to dismiss the whole thing so if there was one thing incorrect about what i claim about russiagate they'd be able to go oh well that 
one thing is wrong. So therefore the whole thing. So we have to be better yes. than everybody else. We have to be perfect. And, 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 you know, this is an example where the lawyers did you a great service because yeah. very good lawyers, and I'm sure you're using very good lawyers. There are, there are very good lawyers besides Harmeet and me. You guys weren't available. <laughs> very good lawyers will under promise and overperform in that way. We, we frequently have clients who say, why didn't you tell the judge about this? Why did it trust me? You've got a really strong case. We're going to focus on the stuff that we can nail, 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 and that the judge won't find, uh, you know, over the top or scandalous or a cheap shot. There may very well be time for all those things, including cheap shots. Okay. If it's a jury trial, that's what we're here for. But let's do it straight and narrow and, and, and very frequently clients and you're a sophisticated person. So this wouldn't be you as you've just demonstrated by it. No, cause you explained the logic of it. The logic yeah. of it is be defensible. It's not fair that the other side gets away with murder, but, but that's, that's the, world the world we're living in. Exactly. And that's, <laughs> this is the whole thing. And I say this about so many issues where it's like you, you still have, even after all of this evidence and time to show us that we live in this unfair world, of conservatives being like, well, I should be able to do this. I should be able to live like this. And, and the other side does it and they get away with it. I mean, even like the, like, look at the uh, riots, for example, where they're like, we just watched BLM burn down every city in America for an entire summer. What do you mean I can't protest at the Capitol? And you're like, yeah, we have to, we live by a different set of rules. It's like, I don't know how to tell people any stronger, like, you know, we're not in the good part of the movie. Like we're in the part of the movie where like the fascist empire is winning. So you're not at like, we're that's operate like you're living in the fascist empire. Cause you are like, and, and by the way, also I mean, there, there are two sides of it. One of them is, yes, I'm constantly answering and our friend cat turd. This is one of his obsessions. You know, wisdom, wisdom. You're going to have to be patient, but also when, and this is more, you know, this tends to be more anonymous people. All talk. Why don't we do like they do? Why don't we do like they do? Because, and I'm always explaining, we can't do what they do. They've yeah. got the system. They, the they have the state, they have the media, they have academia, they have the emotion because they've, you know, they, they have, no, they have, they have organization. I mean, we can't, I, again, not to go totally off topic, but like we, they had the ability to get their entire side, every elected official, every, every person on television, their entire side amped up to impeach the president over a phone call that was perfectly legal. And we have Afghanistan playing out in color TV every night with murdering children and other atrocities happening live on television. And we can't get right. anything. We can't even get a single scalp out of that. We can't even get someone to go into hiding about that. We can't even get someone to act like something bad happened. I mean, I don't, I, we're so in an unequal place that it's like, right. yeah, I, I don't. Uh, so, so you navigated this so you didn't only manage to not get, I, I do remember that they pulled your trailer down yeah, off no, they, YouTube for 10 minutes or something. No, 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 no. I was like okay. following it. They, so, okay, we released the trailer. What was great, we released the trailer on The Hollywood Reporter because there actually are some very good, fair people there. Yeah, and yeah. Interestingly, you know, the only note I'm going to give you here is it's going to come back in the future, hopefully next year. 
remember Hollywood Reporter is the one that wrote the art that, that published the real uh, story of what happened with the Sony hack that was supposedly North Korea. Um, and so they actually had run-ins with um, certain figures in uh, the feds that are similar to people that we are very familiar with is all I'm going to say. But anyways, so, so there's some, there's some, that's, I just plant, I'll just plant a little seed, but um, the, uh, can that just be, can that just be there. my seed? Yeah, no, say, I haven't told anybody else. Okay. I it'll be, I, yeah. yeah. I said this on Ron Coleman's podcast because then yeah. I'll just blow up. I, that's oh, what I, I, so I, not with me. Good luck. I hope you're not depending <laughs> on that. Um, but um, no, so the we put it we put the trailer out on the Hollywood Reporter, which is not a site that is not used to putting out trailers. That's what they right. do for a living. So it crashed their site when we put the trailer up. That's how many people that don't normally click on Hollywood trailers went to the website to see our trailer from our little one movie production company, like not some big thing. So um, that was a sign that we, this was gonna go well. Then when we came time to release it, Amazon was the first large platform we were releasing it on. And Amazon functions in a different way than and most of these other platforms do. You don't have to have an exclusive deal with them, or at least this was the arrangement uh, before our movie came out. Um, so they actually held the movie. They're usually it takes four days um, between the time when the distributor or the aggregator, whoever you hire kind of to distribute your movie or who takes on your movie um, puts it out. Ours, they held for an extended content review, which they, no one had ever heard of. The guy that we worked with had like 350 titles on Amazon. He'd never seen that happen once. Uh, so they held it for 12 days. We went back to the Hollywood Reporter, told them the story. They published a story, went to Amazon for comments saying, <laughs> what happened? What are you, you know, what's going on with this? And then the next, you know, two hours later, it uh, it, it comes out on, on, on Amazon. And we had already released it on some Patriot channels, uh, My Movies Plus, and I think we had it on Vimeo and uh, Special Projects, a couple others. Now we have it on Rockfin and iTunes as well. But, um, but so basically like they held it, which was which was crazy until the press started weighing in. Um, and then as soon as they released it, it became their number one documentary and stayed that way for the rest of the year. I mean, it's so just this is an amazing thing. A lot, what you just said is so action packed because first of all, the point that I was making was that it's one thing to not get pulled off YouTube. Yes, we did such a good job. We're so bulletproof. But to actually get distribution mm -hmm. from them, through them, you're doing something very, very right. So, so you described a really, as I said, bulletproof vetting process. And of course, their their extended content review was bullshit. We know that. They were, yes. It went, no, you know what they were doing? That extended content review, I'm willing to bet you, they were looking for something, for some reason, for some copyright infringement or some um something that was not political that they could put my, on it. my my opinion is the extended content review they were looking for you to to get tired and go away yeah but I, I don't think they were even no. I, they didn't spend us a minute amazing, on it. The, the most amazing thing is i think it was like the day before no the, the five days before they released it so five six days into their their review Lou Dobbs somehow sees the movie. Um, we didn't send it. We sent it to a lot of people, a lot of journalists in DC, just because of people I know from working in comms in DC. 
but I, I don't know how he got a hold of it. He must have seen it on one of these other platforms. Someone must have sent it to him. And he starts talking about it every night. And finally, he has me on the next week. Um, and, you know, he's, a, he's had Lee Smith on before. And Lee Smith, obviously, the author of the book that it's based on, who's a genius. Um, he's great. And, yeah, I mean, amazing. And uh, so it was just amazing that they were holding it up and all of a sudden it like explodes in right-wing media and it's just got like so much attention that there was nothing. I mean, it was, it was, it was the perfect lineup really. And then I think right after it came out, right after Amazon went up, then the president tweeted it. And then it was just like a nuclear bomb. And Amazon didn't then find a new excuse, a new, I mean, it's astonishing to me because you are you you might be the only person to really really break through well that's the that should be my job i mean the thing is, is i feel like i have no other gift to give because like that like that's like if i can't do that then i shouldn't aren't be. you kind to animals i'm sure you're kind I, to animals i yes, just know I'm that kind, about you i am kind to animals and uh and small children <laughs> I mean, yeah like most small children and most uh, you're yeah you see, yeah. you're very good. You don't miss a thing. No, good, not all. If I always say, if they're not carrying my award-winning DNA, I really have virtually no use for them whatsoever. I, I kind of, uh, I, I had to say, I a little too of that. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, it's, it's, yeah. They, 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 if I can't, if I can't accomplish that, like I'm supposed to be the person that actually had this training. I don't have any other training. I went to the best film school in the world. I have a master's degree in producing and directing. Is that UCLA? USC. That's what I meant. It's That's not what I meant. That I, it's no, I actually didn't mean that because sir. no, 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 because no, I've, I've, I, I actually, I once attended. A a, a a a an event at USC and I, that's that's actually what what hit me. Yes, no, no, you, I, I would never. Remember, I'm no, a New York guy. You, you, have, you know, to no, no, us, no, it's I, all. I I know it's funny because like but most people, I actually don't care. Most people would freak out, but um, yeah, no, uh, the uh, no, it's like the biggest scandal ever that my brother went to UCLA because my family is like fourth generation USC and this is like a big deal, you know. It's, in, so, in our it's such a nice place. Yeah, and and my brother, of course, throws it all you know, to the wind and goes to UCLA. My brother, who's the prosecutor, <laughs> the one he just actually won this massive case, not to go totally off topic, but you, I don't know if you were following the Durst case, but since you are of legal- A little uh, bit, yeah. Um, but so Durst, who got away with murder three times, my brother was just on the prosecution um, that finally got a guilty verdict for him. So I'm very excited about that. Cool. Um, and uh, anyway, but no, so, so if I can't figure out how to distribute conservative movies and get us over that hump that only very few filmmakers have been able to do because what you have is a lot of conservative directors or dissident directors let's get out of calling it conservative let's fair say. enough fair um, enough they what they have to do and i understand why they do this and it, it's perfectly fine it gets the message out they release them for free so they crowdfund because we have the numbers and the audience that wants to see this stuff and then they release the movie for free and that gets them out of a lot of legal loopholes and they get a wide distribution and it goes out on youtube or whatever or they put a website up and it's harder to get rid of it the thing is i am not just trying to make a profit and to make these uh, to put these movies on the big platforms um to turn a profit for myself, because the way that the you know movie uh, business goes, it, it's not necessarily going to me. Um, it, there's a there's I need to make these movies profitable for the people that invest in them. Um, and if we don't have a profitable business uh, model, this isn't a sustainable industry. And we don't need to create 
it's not just getting the message out. We need to create a self-sustaining industry so that we can employ any kind of dissident artist um, type of the people that are coming up in this Gen Z kind of thing and, and to actually have a right wing or just at least a dissident culture movement, it has to be able to make money because that's just how things, that's how things, that's how this is gonna work. Um, so that's my project. That's really the thought behind the production company and, um, and, and these movies is to just get, get a momentum going where, where we know we have the audience. I mean, it's such a, I'm not a, a business person per se. Like I never went to business school. I didn't think that that's something I would be doing. But to me, I, I, I don't know what I'm missing here. It's like Hollywood has decided for an ideological reason, they don't wanna make movies for more than half of the United States. I am coming along and seeing not just political documentaries, but every type of movie or TV show or content imaginable. They have left everything on the table. Everything they make is ideologically backwards. So basically- There has never been a movie about Stalin. The most here. important yeah. person in the 20th century. Everyone else is a piker. Yeah. This guy completely the man, the man of the century, the That's wicked, crazy. evil man of the century, not just because he killed tens of millions of people, yeah. everything, everything. He ruled, he, that's not, that's not a, who would want a yeah, screenplay about that? <laughs> I, I bet my dad probably has one, but um, that would be insane. Um, but that's, that's, see, that's very interesting. And even, and that's even, you know, you're going from, from back then to now, that's the right. case, but now it's even accelerated so much that they can't even make a car chase movie without smothering it in identity politics and like just stupid crap that nobody wants to see. I, sorry, hang on one second. I have sure. If, it, if, if, if it's the feds, okay. The, I, the, I don't the, know if it's going to be the feds. The uh, code word is coleslaw. Hold on one second. Will you okay. hang on if I hear you say coleslaw, okay. I'll know what to do. This is really This is staying in, by the way, Jeremy. This, we do not cut this part out. This is, this is history oh, right now. No, it's not the feds. <laughs> it's not the feds. It's the pizza. I left my keys in the door. And the guy just walked by and said, you dumb girl, you left your keys in the door. So I just left my door open to the feds. Anyway, uh, uh, this is the most exciting uh, action-packed podcast that I've ever done. Um, we've got because special of the, guests. The, we've got the feds coming in the front door. <laughs> and um, as I've always been expecting, I mean, for where I live, I am fully expecting that the feds will one day at some point come get all of us. But um, anyways... So, um, but yeah, so the, so, so Hollywood's made this business decision and they've left all of this on the table. All it takes is I'm, I'm sitting here going like, I'm already, I've canceled myself. Like I already worked in the Trump administration. No one, I, I'm not going to try to go back and work in mainstream Hollywood. I don't mind. I will be the person that makes this production company and I'll hire everybody else. And at least I'll be able to like, um, I want to, you know, like I said, I, I like producing in, in many senses more than directing. Um, and so I, I think there's a lot of up and coming dissident conservative directors that I'd like to work with and, and, and get as many projects going as possible. And to me, I just see this market like what if what happened with plot against the president is at all repeatable, like that's an amazing thing, because basically like what happened when the Hollywood Reporter site crashed, that was the real message to me. Right. All of those people that never click on that site had something they wanted to see. 
And so I'm like, okay, I'll make movies for them. If Hollywood just wants to make movies for the rest of the globalist world of this like sort of non-culture, the globalist culture where it's like, you know, they put out like certain action and I don't have a problem with action movies, but put on action movies that are like um, boiled down to the, to the easiest common denominator that have no cultural specificity and, and are just like these blah, bland movies. The main Fine. thing, they, movies they, are basically, they just take comic books, right? Yeah, and there's a, but look, I mean, look, there's nothing wrong with comic books. My dad, when he did, when he did Conan the Barbarian, oh. it had the most heart of any movie I think he did. But that was and, also uh, he he was he was true that, to the true to the character, right. and also that was so groundbreaking. I was that was yes, groundbreaking. It wasn't like yeah. they just yeah. churn them out now. I, by the way, I haven't been right. in a movie it, theater it, in thirty years. The <laughs> difference, well. You got to come to, uh, then we've had a lot of people come down to these screenings we've been doing and getting people back in the movie theaters. Cause I'm very fond of movie theaters. I, I I'm not of this mind that I think streaming alone will be okay. I want to get us back in theaters, but, um, the, but yeah, so I, I think that's, that's what I've come to realize is I'm like, this is too easy. Like we, it's too easy. So let me yeah, stop you. Like, what am I, I keep doing that. So my question is, <laughs> do you really believe it could happen again? Don't, don't they notice what you notice and don't they yes. realize you're a threat to them because managing the message no. yeah yeah tell me i i like i'm waiting for that like I, that's what i mean like i and no, you don't nothing, see you don't know the only thing yeah okay so we had one one uh uh repercussion let's say so amazon changed their rules after our movie they will no longer accept um documentaries that are unsolicited meaning that you don't have a pre-arranged uh deal with them uh, which is how we got the movie on Amazon because Amazon is basically for, for, for distributors and aggregators. It's basically like YouTube. Like they can just put up whatever they want. Like you can make a student film and get it on the back of Amazon. No one's going to see it. But in but like, you know what I mean? We had a special situation because we had our audience was already looking for what we have because we have our own network because they forced us into our own internet ghettos, which is what uh, I think, um, uh, Matt Drudge said like four or five years ago, he coined that term. Don't don't let them put you in, in their internet ghettos. They have done that. But because of that, we have our own, we on our side, we have our own network. And because of that, we were able to generate this interest. And I still think we can do that. And granted, I say that knowing that they can ban everybody at any moment. Um, and, and there's going to be bumps in the road. This is not like a perfect situation. And the distribution model is the most flawed thing. I just don't see it as a... Um, an industry ending problem. I think that we're going to figure it out over the next few years. I don't want to be in the distribution business, but there's a lot of people that I talk to very frequently that are, are working on this problem for conservatives. And I don't know, you know, people are working on things, whether that's a, I, I hate to call it this, but like a right-wing uh, Netflix, right? Where all of the movies, all of our content can go to one place. And, and I don't know who's, what, where, what, which one of those will win out, but whatever it is, there's going to be a solution and, and that's going to be great. In the meantime, I am still interested in always being on the largest platform possible because it's also important to not just pre preach to the choir. Like, I don't want to just make movies for you and me. You and I already know what we know. Like, I don't, I don't need to like convince the rest of the Trump administration that we weren't uh, subverted by Russia, I need to convince the rest of America of that. So it's important to be where mom and dad are watching TV and movies. And frankly, where kids are watching stuff where, you know, it's, it's we've got to be 
where the majority of people are at. So, um, I mean, it's a challenge, but like, yeah. So for example, Amazon, Amazon got rid of this ability. So now if I wanted to put plot against the president on Amazon now, never be able to happen because they won't take documentaries from people they don't know that they haven't made this arrangement with and pre-vetted they'll take dramas. So, um, and, you, and it's clear I mean, to you that even though you've made them a ton of money, drama, Huh? No. Well, that's what's crazy is that you would think so when people tell you, oh, Hollywood's not ideological there, they just care about what makes money. That doesn't make any sense, because if I'm Amazon and this little movie that was made for under a million dollars comes out and and is suddenly skyrockets, breaks the algorithm. Right. Because, you know, they don't want the picture of Donald Trump coming on the front of everybody's like for you page on on Amazon. Um, uh, breaks the algorithm, breaks all these records, shoots like skyrockets. Um, if I'm Amazon, I'm reaching out to me. I'm reaching out and saying, what do you have in the pipeline? What, like, this is amazing. Clearly you've reached an audience that we haven't, you know, that's, that's tapped into this, you know, what's your next project? Let's make it an Amazon exclusive. And that's never going to, that's, not, you, I, that, I, that's I'm, clear I'm to you. That's that not going to happen. Yeah, I, I don't know if they can't find my number, but I, I did not get that call. That is not something I anticipate getting. So, I mean, that's the, so you really have just hit on something that I'm always asking guests, depending on what their line of work is. Everything, you know, I'm, I was an economics major. I did finish college, after all, back when that was the thing to do. Um, I mean, I tried. <laughs> they, you were, we were taught that ultimately the market will, you know, that there shouldn't, there shouldn't be this kind of ideological discrimination because right. it's a perfect market and information wants to be free and your side of the, but, but like I said, there's no better movie than the Stalin movie and yet no one will make the Stalin movie. No one will even depict Stalin in a motion picture. I guess they made the death of Stalin overseas. I think that was in the UK, wasn't it? Yeah. It wasn't in Russia. Uh, whatever it was, it wasn't in Hollywood. Do you think, so, so, I mean, Amazon is kind of a funny, so, so, so I mean, what if, so what's coming? Good and bad, right? So, yeah, uh, that's, that's gonna, that isn't, so the bad part is I'm not being given this easier path that most filmmakers who had a breakaway hit on, or producers had a breakaway hit on Amazon would be given where you'd be like, oh, what's your next project? Oh, I have a, a competing meeting with Netflix. They want it too, like, blah, blah, blah. That's not gonna happen. The problem you However, don't have. I'm going to get all the money because I mean, or like at least my investors are going to get all because like this is an entire audience, half of the country that they don't want to make movies for. So like I could sell my movie at a lemonade stand and it's going to outsell their garbage to my audience. Now they might be able to sell their crap and make and look, they make $200 million or more movies, uh, uh, that they sell in every single country, and it doesn't matter if anybody in America goes to see it. But that's been their business model for about 15 years or so. I mean, people just haven't been paying attention. They don't need us. Sports so leagues also. One, yeah. So if myself, if Dinesh, if um, you know people like Lauren Southern, the guys that made Hoaxed, um, uh, uh, you know, all all of the folks that are doing uh, Jack Tobin, all, all, all the Ron Coleman clients, all the all the Ron <laughs> Coleman clients are. Um, I, I feel like we need to have that relationship so that I can be in this club. Um, <laughs> Just don't uh, stay out of trouble, and you won't need stay it. Stay out of trouble. <laughs> okay. Um, so. So all of these folks, and I'm, I'm missing a million, there's so many now, which is great. Um, but but so if, if that's who's making the market share of the uh, 
the the content for this whole side of the United States, which, which I do believe is a majority because I don't even think my movie is particularly partisan. I think it's actually very appealing to people that are independent and, and it's and it's been, I've gotten a lot of really good feedback from a lot of Democrats as well. Um, it's, it's, it's like, well then fine, then, then that's, I'm fine with that world because also, you know, I mean, I sell globally too. We're about to finish, I, I've threatened this a million times you know, two, we're about to finish um, tying up our international deal. Our movie is very popular in, um, people are waiting to, to do a bunch of stuff on it in Japan, in Brazil. I, I just knew you were gonna say Japan. I, yeah. Because they just Japan, seem to be open they, to learning about they stuff. Love Trump. And, they, they, loved, they, they, and love, they loved Trump. They love Trump, like love him. Uh, so, and, 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 and just any, you know, countries where this was a significant thing. I mean, obviously we're going to do it in Israel. I want to get a copy. I want to get, I don't know how, this is a harder thing to do, but I'd like to get it at least in Farsi to, uh, so that it's floating around and it can, sure. and it can, I mean, I'm starting. Yeah. So we're, we're working on, on Europe and all that stuff, but that's, you know, we, we have that market too. So until they actually put us in the gulag, um, I I think we're going to be. That's the, this is the one thing I'm not blackpilled about is the media uh, content side. That's exactly. You, boy, I've said that a million times. In Kurt Schlichter, and we're saying until they drag us kicking and screaming out of the courthouse, we're going to keep banging our heads. Yes, yeah. the courts are not going to solve the problem, but we're not going to give them that for free either. Make you them fight for every inch. Having said that. You know, and I got to pay some respect. And obviously I have my differences with in style and sort of approach with like filmmakers, like the more traditional conservative political documentarians, which is not really the lane I want to stay in. Um, like Dinesh D'Souza, um, what he's done is very important and I respect it a lot. Um, and he went to jail. They targeted him. Like, oh, don't sure. forget, like, they're not like, like they're like the, the Obama administration has is not uh, it's not like they didn't put filmmakers in jail. I mean, I can think of two. So um, it's uh, it's it's definitely you know it's not just a, a hypothetical when we throw that out there. But yeah, it, until that point comes and they finally build the gulag big enough for all of us, um, yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna have a nice time having our market share of the American audience that wants to see our movies. They're sick of being lectured at. Uh, you know, lectured to by 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 these freaks in Hollywood who who you know we see doing these award shows and all of this stuff. I mean, it's it's less they're, appealing they're, every day. They're 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 not America. They're they're not America. It, they, and they've ruined this country. Amanda, fantastic talking to you. This is the, by far the most interesting interview I've done today. Uh <laughs> No, you have to be nice to my other guests after all. But I think we really, I, I, I do think maybe I got you a little bit talking about some different angles on things because everyone has Amanda Milius, but I want people to say bye-bye. <laughs> Coleman with him, he, he really, it was really fascinating well, we've been stuff. to do it for a long time because we That's actually right. have some you were, No, you were one of like the first six people yeah. who agreed to do it. I know. And then it's just taken this long, which is crazy because, uh, well, we have our, uh, you know, our, just our, our crazy schedules, but I'm so glad that we got to do it. I mean, we've, I've obviously, like we've talked about it, Harmeet is one of my favorite people uh, on the planet. And, you know, she's, she's very close with, you know, Heather Flick as well, who is the person who brought me into politics. That was my boss on the campaign. 
I got pulled in the way I got pulled into politics at all was through the legal team because uh, in 2016 I was a volunteer I was a volunteer coordinator in Nevada and the legal folks uh, figured out that I knew how to make an Excel sheet. And so they let me work in the back with them. And so I became friends with all the lawyers, which is how I got hired, you know, probably how I got in at the State Department and everywhere else. So the rest is history. Um, it's, it's my long uh, relationship with Republican lawyers that has uh, made all of this happen, which oh, is- Oh, because we are the most fun people in, in the world, you know. Thanks again. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. Okay, we'll talk soon. Enjoy the pizza or the keys or, or the feds. <laughs> did you order coleslaw by any chance? No, I didn't order. Nope, we're good. We didn't okay. order any coleslaw. Okay. We're okay. Well, super. Listen, have make a, sure make sure I hear about the day. next screening near me. Then I'll be there. Wait. Oh yeah, where are you? I'm in northern New Jersey. I'm in metropolitan okay, New so York. We gotta, we're going to do one with the New York uh, Republicans. We're going to do one up there. We'll get you. Uh, uh, and Lisa good. And Tell Gavin, just make sure it's not Friday night. And I can, then I won't be able to make yeah. it. It'll be Shabbos. And he knows. No, same. And this club a, should be built. A club should be built around Ron Coleman. No, I feel <laughs> I, I feel bad because you're like, I have to take the holiday off. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I should probably be doing that. But uh, I'm going to travel across the country instead. There's always the, there's always next a, year. I can't find a Republican synagogue to go to out here. I mean, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to blame it on that. See, that's why you have to become Orthodox, because <laughs> Yeah, that's where it's at. No, that would be. We no have Republican synagogues. They don't leave me no. alone. I can't yeah. go to a kiddish without yeah. people asking me. And now once this comes out, so what did Amanda Millions tell you? Because they won't, they won't want to sit and listen to it. They'll want me to just tell them the bottom line. Okay, oh, no, good. we got those. That. All right. All well, right. you, I'll come hang out with them when I, when I come. Cool. I'll make like you, I'll make you an introduction. We'll put you behind, you don't have to put you behind a screen or in a burqa either. You know, we're, we, we, we love fine. our women. No, All right. I'm, I'm down. I'm ready. Let's cool. go. Cool. All right. We've okay. got a plan going here. All right. Thanks. You too. I'll see you soon. So long. Bye. Bye. Hey, thank you for listening to the Coleman Nation podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple podcasts or your favorite podcast app. If you like the show, please rate it five stars and leave a review. For more information, please visit the show's website at coleman-nation.com. That's coleman-nation.com. Or you can visit my blog at likelihoodofconfusion.com. Join us next time on the Coleman Nation podcast and have a great day.